Hello and welcome back to another edition of Viper Bites presented by the Fantasy Points Media Group where we are not afraid to go full Don Johnson here except I left my nice sports coat upstairs and you know what it's a whole big thing but what's not a big thing or maybe it is is using promo code VIPERS22 over on FantasyPoints.com and getting yourself 10% off that subscription today. Now let's talk about the Miami Dolphins and let's talk about their top five fantasy assets moving forward starting with the newest acquisition here for the Dolphins and that is Tyreek Hill now Tyreek Hill comes in as the wide receiver 11 in most dynasty rankings right now especially if you look at the expert consensus rankings over at fantasy pros now for those worried about Tyreek Hill don't if you are concerned about his target share remember while playing in an offense that included Travis Kelsey Hill still saw a 23.6 percent target share and 159 targets if you're worried about Tua Tagovailoa's arm, I get it. But 444 of Hill's 1,239 yards last season came after the catch. And his average depth of target was only 10.4, which is the lowest of his career. When Hill is on the field, he accounted for 45% of the Chiefs' air yards. I would expect that number to be a little lower in Miami, but this offense, it can be just as explosive. Miami's schedule is one of the toughest in fantasy for receivers. The last season, Miami had the eighth most passes per game, and coach Mike McDaniel will look to use both Hill and Jalen Waddle, similar to how we used Debo in San Francisco last season. Now, speaking of Jalen Waddle, we talked about Tyreek Hill. The experts have him at number 11. Well, the, the same experts have Jalen Waddle as the number 12th ranked wide receiver for Dynasty. This Dolphins team can be scary. There is speed all over the field, and it's not just Hill, and it's not just Waddle. Those are just the two big names we're going to talk about. As for Hill and Waddle, either one of these guys can catch a screen pass and take it to the distance on any given play. Waddle set an NFL rookie record with 104 receptions that last season and saw an impressive 22.9% target share coupled with a 73.8% catch rate and all this while recovering from an ankle surgery he still wasn't 100% at the start of the season what's he going to do when he's 100% oh man I can't even can't even fathom how dangerous he's going to be now with more weapons that defenses have to take into account Waddle becomes an even more intriguing option in fantasy as of right now, it's anyone's guess as to who will lead this Dolphins receiving core from week to week. It really comes down to defenses believing that they can contain one or the other here, which, by the way, I don't think they can contain either one of them. Waddle finished last season strong, finishing inside the top 10 in both fantasy points per game, that's 17.4, and targets per game, 9.6, from week 6 onward. Those numbers would account for both Tua Tagovailoa and Jacoby Brissett under center. If we look at the 10 games that Tugavaloa played, those numbers, they're even better. So you know what? I'm all in on this Dolphins offense. Even Mike Gusecki, he's the tight end 11 right now in Dynasty. So here's some interesting information. Both Waddle and Hill saw 60-plus targets each out of the slot. Cedric Wilson, also predominantly a slot receiver. Do you want to guess where Gusecki primarily lined up in 2021? If you guess the slot, Congratulations. According to PFF, 60% of Gasecki's receptions came out of the slot. That was 44 of them. McDaniel's offenses require tight ends to be willing participants in the run game as blockers. Look at what Kittle did away from the ball last season. There's a good chance I'm probably thinking about shopping Gasecki now while his name sounds appealing to most people. If I'm a fantasy manager, I'm not quite buying into Gasecki, but I know that name still has that value, especially considering what this tight end landscape looks like. 
Hunter Long is still in his Miami Dolphins system. So that's even more reason to believe that Gusecki could be on his way out. But just for fun, let's look at the Dolphins' tight end snaps. Gusecki, 827, while Durham Smith there saw 715. Not bad. Now let's look at the inline tight end snaps. Durham Smith, 521. Mike Gusecki, 99. I know I knock Kyle Pitts for not being a traditional tight end. Neither is Mike Gusecki. So why are we still designating people? You know what? I'm not even going to talk about I, I can't. I can't right now. But you know what I can do? I can talk about Tua Tagovailoa. He is currently going off as a Dynasty QB 16. Experts rankings, right? I'm just getting tired right now of having to defend Tagovailoa at every step. I'm getting tired of this Tagovailoa's lacking the arm strength narrative. Tagovailoa can make all the throws and he can deliver them with accuracy. With a 66.1 completion percentage in the red zone, Tua let all quarterbacks a season ago. His completion percentage against the Blitz since 2020, that is seventh in the NFL at 66%. If you want to talk about completion percentage on passes more than 20 yards down the field, Tagovailoa leads the pack once again with a 50% completion rate. If you can deliver the ball on time and accurately to guys like Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, the yardage is going to follow. If Tungavaloa can stay healthy in 2022, and that's a big if, he has potential to break out this season. Mike McDaniel managed to turn Jimmy Garoppolo into a top 12 passing quarterback last season in San Francisco. Look it up. His, he literally had like the 12th most passing yards last season. So you have to figure with the weapons that Tua has, a top 12 is where that bar is set for him. Now at running back, we have Chase Edmonds, another very underrated player right now. Experts have him kind of at that RB33 range for Dynasty. If you're going to get paid as a number one running back, you better darn well make sure you can perform as one. Miles Gaskin, last season, he finishes the RB25 in PPR with 169.6 fantasy points, averaging 10.6 fantasy points per game. In the offseason here, he was rewarded with the Dolphins signing not only Sony Michelle, not only Raheem Mostert, but Chase Edmonds as well. Edmonds played in only 12 games with Arizona last season, splitting touches with James Conner. Edmonds, for his part, was primarily used in the passing game, seeing 53 targets while attempting just 116 carries in that injury-shortened season. Durability concerns will also play a factor in Edmonds' value, but when Conner missed Week 16 and 17 last season, it was Edmonds that showed how explosive he could be, averaging 23.9 expected fantasy points per contest. If you're playing in PPR leagues, a healthy Chase Edmonds could fetch you between 60 to 70 receptions in this offense. And considering his ADP of RB36, there is some real value to be had. If you need more reasons to believe in Chase Edmonds, he averaged 14.5 fantasy points per game in 10 games in which he was healthy and received a regular workload. That would have been in that RB15 range, and he only had two touchdowns. With that all being said, head over to fantasypoints.com right now, enter promo code VIPERS22, and get 10% off that subscription today. You get those franchise focus articles. You get some betting, prop betting stuff going on there too at Fantasy Points. They got projections. They got rankings. They got the, everything you can need in one site, all tied up in a nice little bow. If you're watching us on the Vipers Network here on YouTube, take a second, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, and make sure those notifications are turned all the way up because we got plenty more content coming your way. Stay tuned.